fun reaction with Levy. We're live both on the podcast and the YouTube channel. Let's get it going. Week 17 reactions in the last week of the NFL. And what a week in the NFL it was. Week 17 was all but fun, and the last game of the year was very interesting, to say the least. Not good for my Giants, but still very interesting. Let's start there. Eagles, Redskins, oh, Eagles, Washington, you knew it was going to happen. Eagles, Washington, last night, uh... Every Eagle fan I knew called me to send their condolences, obviously, for the Giants missing the playoffs. And I'm going to make an argument on here on why Philly, despite their happiness, because we're not in the playoffs, the Giants, this was a bad night for them. This was just a bad night. Number one, Jalen Hurts. You couldn't see him play. I mean, he had a chance in a playoff environment to beat one of the best defenses in football. Yes, his stats were not great, but yes, he adds dyna- uh, He was dynamic, and he ran the football really well. And you knew once he was out of the game, the game was over. I mean, Sudfeld, what's the point of playing him over Jalen Hurts here? Uh, now, with Wentz requesting a trade, which came out yesterday, uh, if you're Doug Peterson, do you roll the dice with Hurts as here? Of course you do, but... You don't know what he is. No one knows what he is. Yes, he impressed in those first two games, but every QB impressed in their first two games because he's a unique player. So how does he really evolve? He could You could have seen him against Chase Young, all these guys, in a big game in the fourth quarter, and you just didn't get to see it. And he's probably angry too because he played a really good game up until that point. Yes, the stats weren't great, but he was within a three. It was a three-point game. It was 17-14. Then, of course, Doug Peterson decides to go for it. Kick the field goal. It's a 17-17 ball game with the chance for Jalen Hurts to win the football game. Did not make any sense to me. And another thing I wanted to point out. Players. They wanted to win that game. You heard what Jason Kelsey said in the press conference. has been going around Twitter. They wanted to win that football game. They didn't get the chance to because of their coach. There's no other explanation for it. And you saw at the end of the game, Hurts, Kelsey, and Wentz sitting on the sideline by themselves. There's obviously a lot of frustration in Philadelphia. And what's the relationship like in the locker room right now? These players, they want to win. And you saw Doug Peterson. He must be very comfortable about his job situation because of the way they played yesterday. I would fire him right now. And throughout this whole year, he's been one of the worst coaches in football. And I think he's the worst coach to not be fired. His fourth down plays are inexcusable. They don't look good. They're just, they don't work. And... He just hasn't been good since that Super Bowl victory, and there's no other way to say it. Uh, I hope he stays for the sake of the Giants, but he's just not been a good coach, and last night really solidified the deal for me that in a game where you can play spoiler and learn about your quarterback and really play hard and go into the offseason with some momentum, you did not because you felt like, yeah, we're going to get that draft pick. Sure, that's a plus, but and now you're gonna and now every Eagle fan is saying, oh, we're going to get Jalen Smith, uh, Devonta Smith from Alabama. You just drafted a receiver, and you missed on that too. So there's no guarantee here. You're banking on a receiver that's going to carry you over the top now? I don't know about that. That offensive line struggled. That defensive secondary struggled a lot. Yes, Darius Slay was signed, but you look at the New York Giants signing James Badbury. He seems like the better player right now. He was a pro bowler this year in a shutdown quarter. Slay, he struggled a little bit. He did. So there's a lot of questions more than answers right now in Philadelphia. And while Eagles fans, they might be on top of the mood that the Giants didn't get in. 
You got a coach that was probably one of the worst in football. You got a GM that has struggled and missed on picks. I mean, the Rager uh, pick was inexcusable. Uh, you signed Carson Wentz to a long-term deal. He's probably gone because he wants a trade unless you can figure that out. Then what do you do with Jalen Hurts, a second-round pick? I mean, there's just a lot of questions with Philadelphia. And is that locker room fractured because of the performance last night? Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm wrong and maybe they'll be fine. But just a lot of key things. Yes, I'm a Giant fan, but... Again, there's just no need. I The only move I would make is to fire Doug Peterson. I just think he's terrible, and I know a lot of Philly fans who believe the same thing. Now, let's move on to New York. The Giants, lots of thoughts on the year. Let's start with, I'll, I'll just list them off quickly. Here we go. Daniel Jones, does he stay or does he go? Yes, you have a top 11 pick, but I think he, he, he's got to stay. I mean, he made some really good throws yesterday. He hasn't been healthy all year. But the biggest key on why he should stay is his growth in terms of turnovers. I mean, from since that Philly game on, uh, the Washington game, excuse me, the week before that, he's been terrific with not turning the football over. Yes, he had the pick yesterday, but you saw that play. It was an Engram drop. So this team, if Engram doesn't drop a couple balls, they get some more development. I think this team has a better record and wins the NFC East. They ran the NFC East this year, no doubt about it. You saw the two losses they had. Philly, the drop ball from Engram, and Dallas, it was an emotional uh, Dalton two-minute drill that there should have been a flag on the holding, but we won't get into that. But they ran the NFC East this year. Yes, they have a lot of holes, but I don't think Daniel Jones is right now something you got to surround him with other guys, and I think that was the reason why this offense was number 31. Uh, Yes, it was partly due to Jones being hurt, but it was also due to the lack of receivers. Satan Slayton was supposed to be the guy this year. He did not uh, become that. Shepard's only a slot guy. And Evan Engram, I'm going to say it, he's the Gary Sanchez of the New York football giants. Uh, if he catches that ball, as I just said, he wins the NFC East. He had a big drop yesterday as well. They need another weapon or two for, uh, for Daniel Jones to really go to, to put across from Shepard and Slayton and really give. Because Slayton likes to go deep. He's a deep guy. He's not going to be your number one, which uh, some Giants fans thought he would be. He's just not. He's not. So you got to go get a guy. Is it an Allen Robinson? Is it a Kenny Galladay? Or is it in the draft with a, one of the big three, uh, Waddle, Smith, or Chase? You got to go get a guy that can really become Daniel Jones' number one target. You put Shepard. You have Slayton. You have Engram. And then you get Saquon Barkley back. That's pretty good offense to me. So And the improving offensive line and this defense continues to impress. But... I think it's very important right now to go get a number one receiver, one of the biggest needs on this Giants team, and one of the reasons why this team was number 31 on the offensive side of the football. Let's move over to the defense here for the defense. Yes, they were well coached. Yes, they have a great uh, interior defensive line, but they still have talent deficiencies all over. No doubt about that. Uh, second outside corner, definitely a need besides Bradbury. Uh, better linebackers, I feel like, along with Blake Martinez. Get me some linebackers that can cover. Uh, and then, even though I was impressed, J- Tate Crowder, Mr. Irrelevant, played really well yesterday. I'm impressed with him, but you still got to get those linebackers uh, shirt up. Uh, and finally, I think you need an edge rusher right now. Edge rusher is key. You have Williamson. You have Williams, who's been a stud. Tomlinson and Lawrence, go get me a guy that can go rush the passer. Is it a quitty pay in the draft? Going to be very interesting. Of course, I love my Michigan. So is it a quitty pay off the edge 
that can really solidify this defensive line. You have him, you pair him with Leonard Williams. That's a very tough defensive line. And you saw with the uh, good teams in the NFL, they build through those defensive lines. You saw it within San Francisco last year, Washington. That's how they got to the playoffs. It's about that defensive line. Giants are improving. Get me an edge rusher to really solidify that defensive line and really solidify this defense. So edge rusher, outside corner. And I would look at a linebacker. Coaching, you got to be very happy with the coaching. I would not move off Garrett, even though that wasn't Judge's guy. If Judge likes someone better, I'm not going to complain. But Garrett kind of offers continuity. He did the most with what he had. You couldn't really judge him because of the lack of receivers and with Daniel Jones being hurt. So I wouldn't move off him. But if you do, you do because my next thought. Uh, let's, let's go with the GM here. I think Dave Gettleman. Uh, I've thought long and hard about this. He's got to go. He's done. Fire him. Maybe move into an advisory role. He's got to go. I mean, you got to pair a guy like Joe Judge and give him the keys. It felt like the Giants did not do that last year with Garrett getting the offensive coordinator job, with Gettleman staying on. I didn't feel like they paired, they gave Joe Judge the keys to the situation here in New York. You got to give him the keys and all the assets to really work and really develop this Giants football team. Get him the guy from New England, uh, that every uh, Nick Casario, who's already getting interviews from other teams. Go get him. Let him slide in at GM. Him and Judge have a good relationship. And you look at the good relationships around GMs. You know what that means? If you have a good relationship with GM and coach, you're a winning football team. San Francisco, they were in the Super Bowl. Seattle, New England, Kansas City, Buffalo all have coaching really deciding things, but they also have a really good GM that really... Uh, works, uh, especially in Buffalo, Bean and McDermott. They've done a terrific job. It's really been coach, GM, quarterback. Those are the three most important positions. You feel like you have the coach. You feel like you have your quarterback. Got to go get me a GM that really works, finds talent better. And then Gettleman, yes, Gettleman, you got to credit him with the free agent signings, but I'm just not sold that this is the direction that you want the Giants franchise to go. Do you want it to go in Gettleman's vision or Judge's vision? Uh, Gentleman 70, Judge is young and your new head coach that everyone loves. I think Judge is one of the best young coaches. You saw it this year. You got to give him the keys to the organization right now. Go get him a GM he likes and make sure they can find the same vision going forward. I think that's very important if New York wants to succeed going forward. All right. Off the Giants. That was my little rant about the Giants. Black Monday. So we had Black Monday today. Jacks. Uh, this Urban Meyer situation that really developing. Came out today that he wants twelve million a year, twelve million a year. You know who the only coach who's paid twelve million a year? Bill Belichick. It doesn't make any sense to me. I say Jacksonville do not go in this direction. Does he work? I don't know. I mean, the last time a guy you saw John Gruden get hired ten million a year. How's he doing? He hasn't made the playoffs yet. So I would go in a direction with a coordinator. Then you can compare with a Lawrence or a Fields, probably Lawrence, like a Dable who's been. Great with Josh Allen, the enemy with Mahomes, and you have Arthur Smith with Tannehill. Those three guys, which should get looks over uh, Urban Meyer, and I would even look at Matt Campbell and Pat Fitzgerald. They've done better jobs, and they won't ask for as much money. It makes more sense. Jacksonville, I would lean towards a coordinator over Urban Meyer. Jets, I think it's a similar deal here. Go get your new quarterback, because it's probably not going to be Darnold. Go get him an offensive guy. Is it a... I named three guys. I think you can get one of the three. That would be an A-plus hire for New York. Yes, they're interviewing my guy, Eberflus, but I think this team needs an offensive 
guy. And this defense will improve. They can stop the run really well. And they'll get T.J. Mosley back. So I think it's all about developing this offense right now for New York. Chargers. I think a lot of people are saying Jacksonville is the best job. I think this is the best job right now. You got a surefire top 10 future quarterback in Justin Herbert. You got talent that should be playoff talent right now. You got two stud receivers. You got a defense that's getting healthier and healthier. That offensive line will get healthier and healthier. This is a very interesting job if you're a guy like who who wants to be a coach right now. If you're a uh, Pat Fitzgerald from Northwestern and Matt Campbell from Iowa State, I've mentioned those names. This is a very interesting job. If you can pair Herbert with a really good coach, this team is a playoff team next year. No doubt about it. They have tons of talent, and if Herbert continues to play this well, I would look at this job if I was a head coach in wanting because – LA right now seems like the best fit. You got the quarterback, you got the weapons, you got the defense. You need that coach to really solidify this team and maybe make it a playoff team. Now I want to take a look before my first reaction on the playoffs and then we'll end this show up. Colts Bills. So the the line is seven and my initial thought, Rivers versus Allen, hottest team in football. No way I'm going against the Bills. I think the Bills roll. Seahawks minus five versus LA. Who is the quarterback? I think either way, it's Russell Wilson versus Jared Goff who struggled or the John Wolford guy who struggled again, uh, struggled a little bit yesterday. I'm leading Seattle, obviously. Bucks versus Washington. Brady and Cole rolling. Washington did look look terrible last night. I do not trust Alex Smith at all, especially with a hurt calf. Bucks on a tear. Ravens minus three and a half versus Tennessee. First road team projected to win and the only road team of the weekend. Ravens are the hottest team despite their easy strength of schedule. Uh, I saw them against New York. They look really good. Lamar, I think he takes advantage of a weak Tennessee defense. He gets revenge from last year. I like Baltimore. Spread is high, but I like Baltimore early in the week. Saints minus 10 versus uh, Chicago. Kamara should be back, but still this line seems too high. This game was a four-point game earlier in the year with Nick Foles at quarterback. Now Mitchell Trubisky, despite the last week's struggles, he's played really well. So this could be a closer game than it seems. Uh, Bears really good up front, of course. Rokon Smith, we have to check the status of him. But Saints minus 10, that might be a little too high against too good a, a defense. Steelers minus 4 versus the Browns. They played last week, and the Browns only won by 2 with no TJ Watt, no Big Ben. That causes for concern. I think the matchup favors Pittsburgh here. They can get after the quarterback, and they could take advantage of a weaker Cleveland secondary. Do you trust Baker Mayfield on the road in the playoffs in Pittsburgh? I don't know yet. I'm leaning Pitt so far. Final thoughts. Elway, he's out at GM. He's going to move up, elevating role. So they're going to, they've got some talent. So if you're a new GM guy, this is a very interesting job. They've got talent. Can lock make the next step. You get Von Miller back next year. Very interesting job in Denver if you want to become a GM there. NFL draft, just quickly. Lawrence Fields right now still seems like the order at 1-2. A lot of people had Zach Wilson. I don't see that. Lawrence Fields. And then Fields could maybe make the jump if he has a good national championship. I don't know. We'll see. But right now, Lawrence Fields seem like the 1-2. And, of course, Devonta Smith. He might have played himself into the top Five. So good show today. Week 17 reactions. One reaction with Levy. You can find this on my podcast or my YouTube page.